Hey, people like tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble falling asleep, trouble getting to sleep. Well, welcome. This is, uh, hopefully this is the right place for you. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. We're going to do the rest. And when I say we're going to, what we're going to do is rest is we're going to create a safe place where you can set aside any racing thoughts running whatever's running through your brain your brain's running a mile a minute it's running a mile every seven minutes it could be running a mile every 14 minutes it could be running a mile every 21 minutes 42 minutes and then the math gets complicated because you know 60 minutes in an hour be 80, probably 82 which is an hour and 22 minutes think and then after that it might be useless so whatever speed your brain's running at if it's pestering you when it's time to go to sleep i'm gonna distract you from that i'm gonna tell a story tonight it's uh redditation so i'm gonna go on reddit you know look what look what's on the front page of the reddit app i have we we've a little story from that to distract whatever's running through your brain you just listen to that but this story is going to be like um, lulling. Well, we carry you off on the wings of pointlessness is one of the things I say around here. The story is going to take some time to get started. Then it's going to take some time to go anyplace once it gets started. And then even when I go someplace, and this, it'll be like a, a middle period where I'll be like, oh, wait a second, nothing's happening. Just people are talking. Exposition. Oh, boy. Uh, you know, story, story, world building, um, uh, backstory, all that stuff. We embrace it here. But, you know, you're not going to watch a movie with all that in there. I mean, maybe we would, but it'd be much more interesting. My stories, you know, there are sides, there's tangents, there's discussions. But all you got to do is listen and just slowly zone me out, tune me out and drift off into dreamland. It's the way it works. Hey, you can't worry and think about tomorrow if you're listening to my story, but my story won't hold you. It won't grip you. It'll be like kind of like uh, just a little patting on your back. Hey, buddy, I'm going to tell you a little story here. Nice pat on your back. And maybe a little rub around the uh, shoulder, between the shoulder blades. Okay, and that's it. I'm not going to grip you. I'm not going to engage you just a little backpat story you drift off in a dreamland and i'll keep talking so that's it we're on the web www.sleepwithmepodcast.com that's where you can find show notes older episodes you can email me feedback at sleep with me podcast you can get me on twitter at dearest scooter on facebook i'm on there you can also comment on the website if you want to help the podcast out all you need to do is uh Subscribe to it in iTunes or whatever you use and give us a review. Rate us. Just say, hey, this podcast works or this is mildly unoffensive. Well, I guess we're not in a fun offensive. Mildly. Well, whatever. If you use mildly, uh, well, that's probably not. That's not really. The food was mildly edible. Uh, yeah, no, no. You Actually, Hey, use mildly. I don't mind. Just if you have a chance, it'll help the podcast out. 
And uh, that's it. I'm glad you're here, and I hope I help you fall asleep. Uh, one more thing I want to say. This is coming out on Tuesday, and last week there was a couple of wonderful articles written about the podcast, and I just want to open up the dialogue. If anyone was confused about anything I said or you have any questions like, hey, you talked about this. I didn't understand what you meant. Go ahead and email me, tweet me, anything. I think someone asked about the tribal thing, um, and I'm trying to think now. What I Basically what I meant is that, you know, for thousands of years, people have been telling each other boring stories. Sometimes those people thought the stories were interesting. Sometimes they were interesting. But, you know, people for a long time, at least the history of humankind that I've imagined, people would gather around fires, hunter-gatherers, agrarian types, uh, philosophers, and they would tell stories and or sing songs. Patty cake was, uh, well, maybe they didn't have it back then because they wouldn't have had flour. And in some sense, we're trying to recreate that uh, here. I think that's what I meant. Like, you guys gather here digitally. I tell you, we don't gather anywhere. But you know, you know what I mean. I think that's what I meant. And when I say it's a strange relationship, it is. Why would you guys trust me? When I say it was, I think I said something like it's a strange tribal relationship or something. Yeah, um, it is a very brave of you, as I said in the article. Let me lull you to sleep and let me in your ears. And I'm highly appreciative of that. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for spreading the word about the podcast. And that's, you know, if, any questions, uh, you know, go ahead and shoot them my wife. Feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. Thanks. I want to, hey, thank yous. I want to say I got a whole lot of thank yous. I, I got to be straight with you guys with the uh, write-ups of the podcast. If you guys have listened long enough, no, welcome anybody that's new, but I, I get stressed about any attention. You guys know I'm a little bit, uh, well, you know, you're overthinkers. We're, you know, we're part of a group of people that, uh, our brains were incorrectly adjusted at birth or pr- production in the production facility. And maybe it'll turn out to be some, I mean, maybe we're more suited towards, uh, uh, you know, more, uh, whatever, running, running on the plains naked, fighting for our lives. I don't know. But any attention, re- and this is not like some humble brag or false or poor me. Nobody, you guys don't need to, it's just stressful, very stressful for me. So I want to be honest with you. I'm just putting it out there. So uh, I apologize if my awkwardness ever comes across the wrong way, but that would be impossible to tell, I guess. But just, I don't know. So if I had a nasty tone uh, with anybody, which would be myself, uh, I don't say I don't take nasty tones. You guys know that, but um, I just want to be honest with you guys. I'm learning, learning to embrace getting in positive attention, and I can take it one on one from somebody that, like, hey, I can't sleep. That like puts me a little more at ease. Most of the people are giving the podcast attention after trouble sleeping, so I don't know. I'm just you know, but anyway, thank you uh, all of you for the support. Uh, you don't know how much it means to me because I would otherwise I would have. Uh, really panicked or, or, or um, you know, thank you. That's all. I guess that's all I can say. I don't even know how to say it th- better. But specific thank yous, Chris Posty, Posterson, Postal, does our music. Sounds like an earful.com. Scotty and Jennifer on the art. 
warden lady, defenestrator, baroness, divine Miss M, silverstone, funders from down on the general. There's many more. All, all of you long-term listeners, thank you. I also did an interview this uh, weekend with Tyler from the Love of Podcasts. And uh, you can check it. i, I, I got to figure out. By the time you hear this, I'll share the link somewhere. I may share part of the episode. We did a little experiment. So we'll see. But be on the lookout for that. But I want to thank Tyler for uh, having me on his show. And just, uh, you know, being a pleasant human being, mostly. And being interested in podcasts and being incredibly gracious. So thank you, Tyler. And uh, say hi to uh, his uh, his girlfriend, Lauren, who I think is a supporter of Tyler, so supporter of, uh, you know, podcasting. And Tyler also has an alternative personality, Olha, who I was thinking might probably wouldn't be the best uh, person for the mountain to date. But, you know, it made me think of the mountain. I want to thank Dystopia, Dystopian. So am I saying that right, Dystopian? Uh, my buddy and Andrea, her buddy, they're spreading the word about the podcast. So thank you, Tim T's and other, I think all three of them live in Austin. Huh? Eli H., he, does he live in Austin too? I'm not sure about that. Holy Austin. Eli H., again, Touch Arcade, he's our friend over there. He was taking a flight. Mitali or Mit Alley. I don't know. Mitali is how I, uh, that's how it rolls off my tongue. So I apologize if it rolls off the long, wrong way. But she sent me a lovely, lovely uh, thing she wrote on Twitter. It made, made my. It was very nice. Kim L, Hendy, Isabel A, Rebecca W, Pat Green, our buddy Abe Holder or A B Holder. I guess that's A B Holder. Ape Holder uh, on Twitter, Tulip, Silver, The Silvertone, Arlen A, these are Facebook, Angelina H, Chrissy D, that's uh, somebody, it's a friend of mine, old school friend of mine, Paul, Paul, Pauline J. I want to thank Catherine Lem, who said, did I give us iTunes review, said Z's, enough said. And then No No Fast Hands, I think that maybe their review got reposted or they moved, changed countries. That just sounds familiar. I remember saying, no, no, fast hands. Says we're sleepy as heck. Got an email from Devil Zero, Mari, Mary, Adam, Jacquet, Marie, Sarah, Zoe, the skeptic. Thank you all, man. I Seriously, I, I, the thing about Tyler's show, you should, he interviewed me. I don't do well on interviews. I think it took me a little while to warm up, but you might listen to this uh, show after I warm up. It's a little awkward. Getting warmed up. And then once I warm up, he had some really insightful questions, and I think I did a decent job answering them. So, but as you know, just telling him how, much, how lucky I am to have this podcast and have you people supporting it. So thank you so much, and, and let's get on to the show. Thanks. Hey, everybody. It's uh, good, good, good to be here. It's uh, Monday, February 23rd. Hey, I'm f- I have a fire up Reddit here. I just uh, trying. I, I, I just got home. Uh, for, I literally just walked in the door, and I'm a bang out. I'm a bang out episode here because I got a, a little bit of a busier week this week, and uh, so it's after work on Monday. 
you know, Monday fun day. But it's time for a meditation. It's been a little while since we had a meditation, and uh, so the thing is, I, I um, I, I just like the thing is, uh, my mind at least is uh, is a whiplash. I don't know. The Oscars were last night, and they got spread around pretty good. Um, and I still haven't seen all the Oscar-winning movies. I've seen Grand Budapest, and I've seen Birdman, and I've seen Whiplash. Now, great, both great movies, all three of them. But I just I can't shake this whiplash. I'll tell you, this movie, uh, it affected me. And it's not like in movies. You guys know you listen to me. You know I'm a. I, I like to consider myself as uh, people that know me say rock and island, of uh, you know whatever. Leave me alone, person. But sometimes this happens, and I just. Uh, and it, 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 J.K. Simmons, wonderful, wonderful role. But that's only one part of the movie. Uh, so but the irony is, so I'm watching this whiplash. I'm affected. I can't get it out of my mind. And then one night, uh, the other, just the other night, there's a knock at my door late, late at night. Not, in the, not a scary knock, a very gentle, uh, like a knock where you're like, okay, this is the kind of knock at my door. Uh, even my dog was like, oh, was that, that was a knock? Was that an angel's knock? And I said, no, we, we usually discuss the knocks. We, we're knock critic. We're not knock critic. Knock gadflies. I K-N-O-C-K, gadflies. Knock gadflies. So we like to sit around, the two of us, and comment on knocks. Even, you know, we play knock. I got recordings, knocking recordings. But, um, you know, these are the kind of thing, dog level if you're going to have, you know, you can't be talking to a dog about pop culture, clearly. But knocks are on their level. They know. Like, so this knock, she, she looks, she said. And I said, she said, she didn't even get up. I mean, if it was like a knock, even a UPS knock. So I said, no, it's not an angel knock. And she said, she said, lizard knock. And I said, you, Koa, you crack me up. And they said, no, uh, if we were in Florida, it might be a lizard knock. But I said, no, I said, I don't know. And then something caught in my, my, my breath. And I said, no. And she said, what? And I said, I said it's a familiar knock. And, and, and it was gone, but it was still echoing. And I was like, is it? She's like, and I said, I don't know if it's echoing in my ears or in my heart. This knock previously knocked on our door. I don't know. I'm not going to get into the Raven, but uh, rap, rap, rapping. And um, and I said, what? And then she said, wait a second, was it a rap, rap, or was it a rap, rap, rap? And I said, boom, boom, boom. I said, rap, rap, rapping. And she said, well, rap, rap, rapping, wouldn't that be current? And I said, you're right. So that's above dog level there. You're more than a gadfly. But I said, yeah, and she, I, she said, well, what are you going to go look into it? This is all eye contact, you know, not, not, a, you know, in head movements. So clearly, I don't think my dog can talk. Okay, it, it, in this universe, uh, you know, we're talking real world here. Uh, so I say, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I go ask a familiar knack from someone from my past before I even knew you, as a, my own dog. My, you know, dare I say, best friend. And uh, and she says, uh, is it, should I? Be, is this a cause for concern? 
And I said, it, it, it is. Um, it was a call from my past. And I said, you'll have to excuse me, Koa. Uh, I have to put on a headband. A, uh, and I said, I would play like a song. But I don't really have a song. I was like, if I was an Eye of the Tiger person, I'd start playing Eye of the Tiger. But that doesn't really apply here. But it's too late, and I brought it up, and I've been earwormed. So why don't you, uh, are you familiar with Eye of the Tiger? She said, I'm a dog. You know, I don't I know. She was, what, what were we talking about? And then I just laughed to myself. I said, these dog gadflies, these, these not gadflies, you can't get, you know. And I said, knocking. And she said, was, did I miss a knock? I said, kind of. And I said, well, I'm going to put on this headband. And then I said, I got to get, you know, I got to put on a, a vest-type jacket, which I never wear, a vest, uh, zip. She said, the one with the uh, frilly cut-out arms. With the, and I said, that's the one. And she said, I've seen that in the closet. I was wondering what it was doing in there. And she said, are you putting on gloves with the fingers cut off? I said, possibly. Yeah, uh, you're you're observing me doing that. And she said, what if you're wrong about that knock? And I said, I I go, go, Co, it's time for me to return to a world I haven't been in. You know, since I, uh, last time I was there, I was passed out drunk on a floor in an empty place at the end of the story. And she said, huh, was this one of your knocking stories? I go, no, no, no. She goes, are you sure? And I said, well, maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe my knocker's off. Maybe I'm off my knocker. And then she she said, you know, that wasn't a very good joke. And I said, I I said, you're off your knocker. It was was a... (laughs) And I laughed to myself, but mostly because I didn't want to. I didn't why you know I still felt it in my chest, in my heart, maybe, maybe, maybe some organ that hasn't been identified yet, an organ, an emotional organ, or you know something that's like uh, carries some sort of uh, electric energy. Maybe what the appendix was made for, if it could send, because it's not. I don't even know where my appendix is. I could not point to it. If this wasn't in the zone, I would point to incorrectly if you said, where's your appendix? And I'd say, I'm pretty sure I still have that thing. I know Tom had lost his appendix, but not me. And so I said, I said, listen, I'm going to go check uh, the, the door. And she said, should I come with you? I said, well, you always come with me. Every, every, everywhere I go, you follow me. And she said, well, I'm sitting this one out. And I say, yeah, they don't, I go, if I, it is what I think it is, you know, dogs can't go anyway. And I said, well, that's actually not true, but, you know, I said, thanks, buddy. Uh, and she was already asleep. I said, oh, boy. And I said, you want to go potty? And then she jumped up and jumped down. I said, sucker. So we went to my door, uh, and there was in front of my door. Now my, my door is my kitchen door, front door of my place doesn't get used. Long story short of it is, I don't have a key to the front door of my building. My landlord gave me a key. doesn't work. And then it just became inconvenient because the kitchen door opens right up to the back of the back of the the back of the building. Anyway, way more convenient. So uh, right there at the door, which is technically my back door, or was technically 
It's actually in use as my front door or my all my all door. Just my door, my door to the outdoor world, the outside. Do- door to my dog's bathroom, which is the outside. And sitting there in front of the door is a note, handwritten, black ink, uh, sharpie, bubble bubble style writing. And across the uh, front of the thing, it says, uh, wow, something, but it goes up, wow, wow, roba. And I said, but but it was a, but it's flipped it around because they slid it under their way. They were looking at it and reading it when they slid it under. Flipped it around, bore down, it said, 9 p.m. tonight, be there. And it had addresses so of obviously I can't share any of that with you because the, pa- the time has passed now. But many of you who are new to this package you might be saying, what the hell is a bore down? I mean, that's a right word to use. You could even use, you know, you don't, you don't use, don't, you don't go gently into the night uh, when you're going to a bore. Well, you go into the night to go, so we, well, I guess I mixed my metaphors there maybe. If I knew what that meant, I wouldn't do it. But um, what was my thing? You, you usually use an expletive when you look and you say, oh, fucking bore down. What the fuck is that? That would be normal. I'd expect you to say that. You might say, I'm trying to sleep. I said, well, it's a bore down. It's not like a hoe down or, you know, a woe down. You know, or so, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, or, or um. Uh, I don't know. There's only the only downs I know. I get down, about to get down. Uh, hold down. Am I missing any? Probably beat down. But yeah, we don't. You know, hey, uh, meet meet down, meet down. I don't know. But anyway, so this is a bore down. So those of you that are new don't know. But I had my days when I was drinking too much. I was out on this circuit. And a lot of you are going to laugh to yourselves, chuckle, and say, you know, like, oh, this doesn't exist. This is a, a exaggeration or a world of... This is a man that talks to his dog about knocking. So I need to take this with... But the, this is something I did back in the day. Underground stuff called a bore down, where two boars, much myself... And another go to see who can bore down the audience. Person against person, uh, lulls against lulls, and to see who can, you know who's who can take the audience's interest and throw it away, like it didn't matter, you know, like like you know, parents and uh, teachers and uh, authority figures are known to do. Is this some some sort of long story? I can't get into that bore down history because I was looking at a piece of paper that was basically like a slap in my face, you know, challenging me to a bore down. And I happen to know the handwriting, and those of you that have been here a while are going to say, of all the things I know about this Scooter character, you know, and his confused dual personalities, his ability to uh, do that, uh, trail off, and then start up again, he, you know, his ability to say Oshkosh by gosh and then link it to some childhood trauma that still makes me laugh and pity him 
and and then you know say, well, just glad it wasn't me. But I remember a time that was like that. Um, of all those things, I, I realized that I've forgotten he has a nemesis. And he never said he never claimed this, this person was his arch enemy because they weren't enemies. They were like uh, pugilists who pugilize each other with a pugilistic pleasure of participation and b- 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 something, pa- you know, patriotic uh, patriarchy. Uh, but he, he, this man's name, you know, to fill you in and stop being aloof, is uh, he goes by the name Casey Kasem is the nickname of this person. And, yes, this was before the whole Casey Kasem tragedy. The last time I told the story was around that Casey Kasem tragedy just because it, it, it brought that, you know, those emotions to my surface. But this was someone that vanished from the Bordown circuit who who basically leveled me on my, on my last Bordown. Uh, before, I, you know, I did some uh, boredom consulting, which you may remember with the Argentinian soccer team that did not go well. For me, or Lionel Messi, or the Argentinians, or United States government, Canadian government relations, my luckily I was going by a couple of assumed names, including Casey Kasem, but he had gone missing before those events. Uh, but that's you know that was in some episode. I don't know the episode number. I don't remember the episode. It'll be in the show notes. Uh, but you know, this was my the, the greatest bore. When you think about you guys know me because I'm the one that you know rose again. I guess like a phoenix rising from the ashes. I'm like the uh, uh, forgotten thoughts somehow remembered the stuff on the list, the shopping list that you didn't need, and then you said, "Oh, I forgot about that, but I didn't need it anyway." I'm the forgotten list items, you know, or something. But, you know, like a phoenix rising from the ashes, I, I've risen to this podcast. I've been able to, like, take the bore down and basically steal the whole bore down concept. Of course, I was a, you know, OB, original bore. So I think I had some rights, but also I have some guilt because I say, well, well no, I guess I don't have any guilt. But I always wonder if one day Casey Kasem will return to my life and this this was the day. Well, it was a night. It was a nighttime. And I said, well, it's time. So I, And I said, man, I, I did my, um, I tied my uh, forehead thing too tight. So I actually had to untie that. And then I had, to, then I was like, this, I guess I'm wearing this because now then I had this huge bruise from it being cut off the circulation and my top of my head was purple. But that was neither neither here nor there. It was time for me to uh, to, to 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 depart and uh, you know face down sport. I know a little bit about Casey Kasem. Well, you don't need to know. You're going to learn. I don't. Well, I guess I don't know what's going to happen. So well, I didn't at the time. I was trying to be. So I set off for this bore down, and and then I realized that. And I said, well, it's a little early. Let me eat some dinner. 
And I said, I said to my dog, I said, if I miss any knocks, you'll forget to tell me about it anyway, but I'm sure you'll bark. And she said, uh, what? What? And I said, okay, good night. So, so uh, I left my house. I don't know why I'm talking quietly now, but I left my house and uh, I headed off to the board down after I'd eaten. I... Uh, we headed to this undisclosed location. A couple of uh, now, a couple of caveats, uh, a couple of information points about this, about uh, bore downs. I had two. One is that uh, this was not the fantasy bore down situation. I have is that you know I, I w- which I was like hoping this time though I didn't prepare for it, was that I would go outside, a van would be waiting there, or a luxury limousine, or a luxury van limousine, and it would take me to an island far in an undisclosed location by private jet, and I would go to some uh, enter-the-dragon-type situation, enter-the-boredom situation where I meet boars from around the world. Mysterious Island, world's most dangerous game with boring stuff situation. But this wasn't that that this wasn't that situation. So I don't want to get your hopes up in case any of you have your mind wanders that way. So that's Bore Down uh, Advisory One. What was Bore Down Advisory Two? I don't know, but I I go to the place on the uh, so I go to a place on that's on the uh, on the note I had from who I suspected was Casey Kasem. And I, uh, to, to make it a, a place where you could never return to, even though there'd be no bore down going on there. And I can't, you know, there could be someone listening that's, you know, an amateur bore. You're like, man, you think you're so boring, Scooter. Uh, I'm so boring, and, you know, I could, I don't want you to enter that world. It's a world of, uh, I just don't want, I just need to save you. So we went to some place, I'm trying to think, it was, it's like a uh, coffee shop. And uh, I went there, and then I went around there, and I got a coffee, and then I went down the street. You know, this part was straight out of the movies. You know, this part was straight out of the movies. I went down the street. Blue dumpster, knock on it twice, and I say, uh, you know, I say the piccolo sounds fine tonight, and then uh, I didn't hear anything. I said, knock twice, blue dumpster, knock twice. The piccolo sounds fine tonight, and then I said, oh, it was a. I forgot to put my ear. You always put your ear. If you're knocking on a dumpster, put your ear there, but don't put it against it, okay? And then I hear, what's the house? Would you like some wine tonight? I said, no, thank you. I'm already asleep. And they changed the code around. So then the next thing I know, climb into the dumpster, false bottom, go into this underground world. Now, I'm going to tell you, it was straight out of a... Uh, a um, Kind of like a civic meeting type situation. You had fluorescent flickering lights, folding chairs. And I said, what is it? What, what, what is this? A me- is there a meeting down here? And I said, 
They said, yeah, yeah, the board on's two rooms over. So I go two rooms over. It's a little darker there, a little grittier, and also filled with sleeping bags and people in their sleeping bags. And I said, oh, boy, this is a uh, a full night bore. And uh, I scan the room. I scan, I scan the room. I look at it and I don't see uh, anyone resembling the, one of the greatest bores of all time. And I say to this guy, you know, I say, I finally decided to come out of my shell today. And he said, what? And he, I, I said, uh, I said, isn't that one of the codes? I'm, I'm, the, I'm one of the bores. He said, oh, no, I'm just here to sleep. And I said, I tell you what, I don't know if I might be early. Can I use your sleeping bag? He said, no. And I said, uh, please. He said, no, I just, uh, just uh, I, said, I said, well, come on, man. Let me use your sleeping bag. I'm a bore. And uh, he said, no, he kept holding. I pulled it. I finally pulled his sleeping bag off him. And he had uh, been aroused for some reason. He said, every year when the snow starts to melt, this pops up. And he, you know, pointed at his little guy down there. I said, well, excuse me. And I said, I'll use somebody else's sleeping bag. Thank you. And I used somebody's sleeping bag. I pretended I was an inchworm for a little while. I told you guys about that. I'm recommending this for kids or adults. Uh, You know, if you have a helmet, probably wear it. But you get in the sleeping bag head first. But you probably need a helmet. But probably... And, well, you probably break your foot. Don't do this, but imagine doing it. And then you pretend you're an inchworm. You put your head in the sleeping bag. And then you inch around your house and you get lost. Uh, you bump into stuff. And then all of a sudden you say, oh, is that the kitchen table I just bumped into? And then you say, oh, carpet. And then you say, oh, wait a second, where am I? Oh, man. And you can't really feel around. You probably want a hand in front, you know, so you don't bang your head. And uh, so I did that. It helped relax me. And then I heard uh, someone start playing the piccolo, which I don't do sound sounds of. And I pulled my head out of the sleeping bag. I was sweaty at this point, you know. And so I pop my head out and I look around the room and who do I see standing off stage left? But a man who goes by the name of Casey, who did go by the name of Casey Kasem. Casey Kasem was his name. That's his nickname. And I go up to him and I can't give you, you you're going to have to picture in your mind what you imagine he looks like because I can't. And as I said, if I, if I do anything that he does tonight, as I said in the past, it's just like that, uh, just like that song, Tribute. It's not the greatest song in the world. It's just a tribute. So anything I do, I'm not the greatest bore in the world. Just be a tribute. I mean, this could be the night I topple him. But I get up there, I say, hey, man, what's up? And he doesn't say anything to me. I say, uh, you know, uh, you're a big fan of Elon Musk, right? I said, oh, Musky claims Apple's been offering top car battery experts a $250,000 signing bonus plus salary 60% higher than what they currently earn for Apple cars. And he says, is that, is that what you're going with tonight? He goes, car batteries? Is he still, is he still doing that kind of stuff? And I say, well, what's on the agenda? And I, he puts his fingers to his lips to shush me gently, not in a mean, aggressive way. 
And these three people come out on stage, and I say, they, uh, well, there's two people and a person on a TV. And they put a mic, and they say, uh, we're Edward Snowden, Laura Poitras, Laura Potras and Glenn Greenwald from the Oscar-winning documentary Citizen Four. Ask us anything. And I said, well, this isn't going to be boring. He said, yeah, this is like our warm-up. And I said, well, can we catch up on, uh, on uh, you know, your tail? And he said, and he, he says, uh, he says, uh, I think I've lost my power to be boring. Because I've lost it. I'm like, dude, you're like the jazz of boring. You can't, you can't, I mean, maybe you're not the jazz of boring. You're like the, uh, I don't know. Like, I'm like smooth jazz and you're regular jazz. And uh, you, 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 no way. And he says, uh, I don't know. He goes, I, he goes, I wanted to challenge you, but he was, I really wanted to. He's like, did you ever? Feel? I said, buddy, it happens to me every time. I say, I can't, I can't keep, keep, can't possibly be this boring all the time. And we had a laugh about that. And then he said, I said, tell me what's going on with you. Tell me. And he says, I've sketched the biggest lie of the century. And I said, well, what, what, what do you mean? What lie is that? And he says, can you, can I do, can you, can I try something with you? He goes, I've been, because I can't, because I can't communicate anymore, human to human. And I say, you got to bore me down. I want one. I said, you need to go borrow, you borrow. And he says, I do. He goes, can you lie down? I lied. So I said, this is a rare thing that I've never been a party to. And, you know, we were trying to deflect the emotional gravity of the situation. But basically... You know, because it's boring. Even when we interact, it can be boring. But this is a guy. I, I don't. I can't get into his history because I got to tell you this story. But he's, oof, you know, the best ever, basically. And he's asking me, it's like, like basically to you know strip naked, boredom wise, and have me inspect every inch of him in a critical way. Uh, well, maybe not. <laughs> It's not the most accurate thing. Well, I guess so. He's just going to try to bore me to sleep is what he's going to try to do. And, I mean, boring, one bore boring another, it's it's possible. It, 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 but not in such a, not in a one-on-one situation. This is usually, this guy was known for, you know, like I said, he was a Lionel Messi's personal, you know, sleep, sleep uh, causer. But I say, all right, man. Uh, lay it on me, so I lie down, and I just turn, you know, I'm going to turn things over to what I thought went down. And all of a sudden, I, in my head, I hear, like, it's like West Side Story starting. He's not saying anything, but I hear, like, bore down, bore down, bore down. Like people snapping, like a chorus dancing, bore down, bore down, bore down. And he cracks his knuckles. <sighs> Takes a couple steps back, breathes deep. And he says, hey, um, he said, hey, everybody, how you doing tonight? I'm going to talk to you. It's something to you today. L-R-T-I-L, Genghis Khan. He would marry off his daughter to the king of an allied nation, dismissing his other wives, dismissing his other wives. Then he would assign his new son-in-law military duty in the Mongol Wars, while his daughter took over the rule. 
Both son-in-laws died in combat, giving him shield around the Mongol lands. And I started to ask a question. I realized I was in the middle of a bore down. And he said, you know, the great wall, walls around my heart, walls, walls, walls. He goes, there's walls around everything. There's walls around walls. But did you ever say to yourself, L-L-A-W, laws, L-L-A-W, laws. He said there's like laws, laws about stealing like a phone thief, skill level max, stealing a phone. But the laws, they say no, they say stop, and they give them the max. And I say, I say, I say, uh, and he say, he started stumbling, and I said, I said, oh, uh, I pretended I was, um, I said, I, pretend, I pretended I was uh, falling asleep, and then I didn't know. I said, where am I? It's just the right amount, whatever's happening. I'm just like in this gray zone between sleep and what? Oh. And I don't know if he knew I was faking it or not, but he went right back into it. And he said, they, they create these laws, nation, nation states. Those are walls between those places, sometimes rivers, sometimes mountains. But the walls, the walls we build up, the walls we mark with invisible chalk down Mother Nature's lanes across her byways, which are just trails and natural exchanges. The breeze doesn't have any walls circumvents the walls, goes over and under and around them. If necessary, goes through them. It was a reset of laws. There are no laws man can make against breeze. Yes, we can take her up in our sails, let her into our homes, invite him, invite her, invite her. And I say, oh, I say, oh, man. Said, what's this? Is what's going on here? What's the greatest length you went to just to fuck with someone? Could you pretend you're Casey Kasem and then just pretend to bore me down, or is this? Am I having a dream? And uh, was it? It was silence. And I said, I was dreaming of a moon and the Simpsons covered around in walls and, and laws. Is gravity a law? And he, he, I turn around, he's looking at me. I say, you are all right, man? He said, no. And I said, you know, an astronomer studies Simpsons, moons, and deduces, and deduces Springfield's not in America. And he said, I think, I said, lie down, lie down on this table. Mr. Casey Kasem, I'm going to take what you put in me, stir it up and amplify it, and give it back to you because there's laws and there's walls and then there's beliefs. You might say the laws cause the fact that there's a massive leak of confidential spy files from MI6, Mossad, and FSB. What's in those files? F-I-L-E-S. You might say S-E-L-I-F-Self-Cell-If. 
and who sells the walls and who sells the files and who makes the laws and who makes the walls. You might say to yourself, I don't know, and I don't care, I don't watch the news, and I don't subscribe to your way of thinking about things. And I say, well, you're still surrounded by walls. You still live in a land of laws. You might think you're free, but really are you. And as you lie in the rock-hard table, you may think that uh, you're lying on a table, a table made of boards, a table made of rules, a table made originally on a piece of paper probably, sketched out by a man in a home surrounded by walls, living by laws. This kid was in his room smoking dope. This kid's in his room getting high. And the father says to himself, that's against the law. His wife says, not anymore. She says, he's becoming a man. And he says, well, she, she still shouldn't be, uh, you know, she says, she, he's 34 years old. And he said, wow, that went by fast. And she says, new study. Marijuana may be even safer than previously thought, researchers say. And the man says to himself, my 34-year-old son's still in his room. Surrounded by walls. Where's the law there? Where's the law? Which law imprisoned him in that room? And I'll tell you what law imprisoned him in the room. The law of lost hope. And it's a wall and a law and many more things. And it surrounds you. Keeps you in there. Locked in your own head. Unable to escape your room. Smoking weed. Watching the days go by, playing some games. Next thing you know, you're 34 years old in your parents' room. But there's a place. Now, right next door. Same style walls, same style laws. And there's a room there that's empty. Inside that room was once a boy. A room was inhabited by a boy who right now is 34 years old, but he's not in that room. And he's not inside at all. He sleeps outdoors. He sleeps on things that feel like tables. He sleeps under the stars. He sleeps on the alleyways and the byways, places that are marked by nature and man both. He's crossed many a wall, a water wall, a nature's wall. He's seen walls built by man and walls built by something greater than man. He's followed laws. He's seen the signs. And he's seen right through them. If this is a man that would not be stopped by the imaginary walls that say, you can't do that. Because one day, this man said goodbye to his name and he said, my name is now you slash Bihaxa. That's B-H-O-C-K-Z-E-R. And if you read it backwards, it would be something like Zezak. And he said, I'm calling myself that. I'm going to go across the country in a kayak. And I'm going to explain to you how each NFL stadium can be accessed by boat or kayak from either the Pacific or the Atlantic Ocean. 
People laughed in his face. They said, man, you smell like patchouli. And then someone else said, you smell like armpits. You can't be. What are you doing? What are you doing with your life? There's laws and there's walls in this world. And a man's got to choose them both. What are you going to, how are you going to make any money? You can't, how are you going to possibly, what, what, there's stadiums that are landlocked. Can't be done, my friend. You'll get sick. You don't have all your shots. There's laws about navigating the waterway. Didn't you ever see that movie with that kid or that book? Went to, you're going to be that kid and you're going to go up to uh, Alaska. Your mother and I love you. He said, I know. You you kept walls around me as a child. You kept me safe. And you fostered me breaking through the walls in my mind. Thinking outside my walls. By creating an atmosphere of safety where I said, hey, I'm okay here. I'm going to be okay there. As a matter of fact, I've always been curious. I like looking at maps. I like studying maps. And then one thing I hella love is kayaking. Motherfucking kayaking. There's no walls. I mean, there are, technically there are, but I feel like I'm in a world with no walls gliding, sweating, swishing, splashing, spraying. Saying, day after day, sunshine, beating rain, the wind, I'm, I feel like I'm one. Uh, when I'm in that kayak, I feel a part of, and when I talk to people about my kayaking, about going places in a kayak, people say, you're crazy, man. I feel a part of. I don't feel like there's a wall between you and me and mom or that kid next door that doesn't leave his room playing video games and smoking up. I feel like hugging you both. Now I'm going to take my kayak. I'm going to go to every single NFL stadium in the country. Then I'm going to tell people about it. I'm going to blog about it. I'm going to even podcast about it for the walls. They need to come down. And you might say to yourself, I'm trying to lie here on a table, rejigging my career at Bowdowns. What does this have to do with me? At some point I started believing in a world of walls and a world of laws. And that kind of broke me with this guy. Him and his kayak, they went kayaking to the walls around a stadium. They went kayaking down the canals of the United States the backwaters of the U.S. of A. No. I mean, physically, that's what they were doing. But with each paddling paddle of this kayak, this uh, this uh, user, Visa Rana, whatever he called himself, was knocking it down one wall at a time. People were seeing him as kayak. They were waving. They were laughing. Every once in a while, I'd say, Hey, what are you doing? I'm at the Jacksonville Jaguars Stadium. That's what I'm doing. What? What the heck are you talking about? Holy honey, get over here. You wouldn't believe it. He said, I just want you to know one thing. Don't believe it when they say it can't be done, because it can be. But most things, kayaking the stadiums is one of them, can be done, has been done, 
and by the way it was fun, and you might be lying there, feeling empty on the inside, feeling like you had something once and now it's gone, feeling like you can't get back to it. But I'm telling you right now, the walls that stood in the way of this man in his kayak, kayaking, is that what you're acting it, kayaking it, paddling it with whatever kind of paddle they have, figuring out what to eat, where to sleep. There's probably dogs and cans, stinky water, snow. That didn't stop him, no, it was just stopping one bit. And I can tell you another tale, and it's real short. There was a man who was the greatest boar ever live. He was like the, uh... Listening to him tell boring tales was like watching wreck Mikhail Baryshnikov dance, if I've ever seen that. It was like watching Chevy Chase's Erwin Fletcher trick some bonehead into doing something so he could get away, stealing some rich guy's credit card so he could kiss a beautiful girl on a beach. And that's the world I live in, where a man can... A man that's the greatest borer of all time, despite falling asleep on a table, could weave this back into his dreams, realize anything's possible. This is a man that's bored who likes a Lionel Messi and probably other famous people. I don't know who else. This is a man who taught me everything I know about boring. And I don't even know how to wipe the tear from his cheek that's running down there because he's the greatest bore ever to bore a bore. Remember when we went to the zoo and you bored a bore to sleep? So, just because things aren't going well, man, doesn't mean you lost it. Just because you uh, couldn't bore me doesn't mean I couldn't bore you. And boring is, you know, we know it's just a word. It doesn't mean what we do. It doesn't make us who we are. It's not a wall or a law, but it can be both if misused. I'll tell you about a word I know, hero. Hero. Somebody that dedicates themselves to a craft. Sure, some people do stuff like race speedboats, and some people take their kayaks up like some canal that people would have never thought to put their kayak in before. They got to probably go under one of those tubes that you always look in and you say, whoa, geez, you know, that goes under the, you know, driveways and stuff. This guy probably didn't tremble once, or maybe he did, and he went past it. He grew. The same could be said for people who would tell tales. Yeah, let's say, telling a tale that's pointless isn't anything like, you know, Dixieland jazz. How could it be anything like Dixieland jazz? That's crazy. Well, that's probably what they said to this guy when it's at Arizona Cardinals Stadium. Yeah, what do you, you know? It'll never happen, and he did it, man. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. But the important thing is, if you believe in yourself and you try, no one can take that from you. And when you try again, no one can take that from you. And then when you drop out of the board out circuit for like 15 years or whatever it's been, 
And while you were gone, your friend ruined your name by pretending to be you and scare Lionel Messi and ruining the World Cup for the Argentinian soccer team. Sour relations between Canada, the United States, and Argentina secretly. Uh, that, that, that may have happened. Uh, doesn't change the fact that what counts is inside. What counts is a return to your craft. Return to the boredom. Return to the tales. Return to the sweet, sweet sound that comes out of your mouth. That's nothing like what I do, but, it, you know, because it has a voice like, and it has a beat and a rhythm. I mean, mine does too, but it's like uh, uh, kind of like a Model T. You're more like a Tesla. Well, you know, you, you can do it, man. Just get some wrestle I hear. I'm going to go watch, I've been meaning to watch Citizen 4. So I want to kind of catch it and, uh, you know, maybe say I want to wave at Edward Snowden uh, because then I'll, I'll be waving to another country, Russia. But, yeah, laws and walls didn't stop them, did it? What if it stopped him? I mean, maybe it did because he can't. Uh, but anyway, man, that's what I do. That's what you do. I can't lose the jazz board out in my life. I can't yell at you like J.K. Simmons would. But I can tell you I believe in you. I believe in hope. If a man can take a kayak to every NFL stadium in the United States, you can keep boring people, man, in your own individual way, which is original and similar to what I do. But since, you know, we're, we're in it together, you know, we're bored together. So keep on boring, boy, boy, bore down forever. Good night.